a parent, you would hope your child would grow up not feeling self-conscious and comfortable in their own skin, right? So this is what we all hope for when our kids go to school, that they feel comfortable enough that when people are picking on them or saying something unfortunate to them, that they're standing up for themselves, right? And feeling comfortable with who they are, right? There are many children who mature into anxious teenagers, and this can happen for a variety of reasons, right? So now we're going to look at some factors, some risk factors, right? So things that you can start looking for uh, to kind of identify if your child is dealing with social anxiety, all right? Um, So as with most mental health disorder, social anxiety disorder is not attributed to one single um, attribute, right? Um, nonetheless, there are certain factors that can increase a person's likelihood of developing social anxiety disorder. Um, genetics, right? So if your grandmother was like that and your great grandmother was like that and your great grandmother, grandmother before that was like that, it's most likely that you might be the same way, right? So it could be genetic, right? And I often say this, talk to your family, talk to your parents, Find out, you know, was anybody in my family like me, right? It's okay to ask those kind of questions. Like, you know, sometimes people have already figured out how to handle social anxiety, right? And you're... When I think about the counselor, I think about all the things that we have questions for, right? Many of us have questions about our lives, our situations, marriages, our our jobs, our employment, our children, and so forth. When I think about that, and you say, hey, who can I talk to? Why not the counselor? The counselor is here. He's here for you. So call the counselor. 10 to 2, the counselor. The counselor. Hi, this is the counselor live, and I am your host, Sheldon Stovall. So today we are continuing our conversation on body images, right? So we're going to start talking about male versus body image. Uh, We're going to go over some ideas of how they are different and how there are some similarities. Uh, We're also going to discuss fatism, uh, disability illness, and maybe some non-normative body uh, images that sometimes people have confusion about. Uh, so when we say non-normative bodies, we're meaning someone that may have lost a limb or uh, someone that might have like a twisted ankle, so they're walking a little bit different. Um, so all of these things have to do with our social society and how we view one another, and a lot of it is because of lack of understanding. All right, so, so far, the research that we've been uh, going over here has shown that the male and female body images share many of the same features. So women and men, boys and girls, we all deal with consequences of negative body image, right? So somewhere, somebody down the line is going to not feel comfortable about how they look, right? So we're going to talk about that. Um, So some of these studies do point towards males being affected a little less severely than females. So a comparative study was conducted on how male and female body image dissatisfaction is an experience um, that we sometimes want to just simplify. Um, Some people feel self-conscious. 
uh, when with attractive people of the other sex. So if you ever notice, um, I know I used to when I was younger, if you look around at your friends, if they like a girl, you can tell because they start squinting funny, uh, they start putting on a deeper voice, you know what I mean, and saying y'all mean. You know, the whole personality starts to change, right? Um, so when the topic of conversation pertains to physical experience or appearance, um, some people also start feeling a little uncomfortable. So if you have, you know, if everybody's in there talking about someone's size or the fact that they have a lesser size chest than uh, uh, some other females, that person, even if you're not talking about her or him, they're going to start feeling a little self-conscious like, wow, so... I guess there's an issue with how I look with even my friends, right? So sometimes when we're having discuss discussions, we don't really know who we're affecting. And then all of a sudden you go text that friend the next day and you don't get a text back. And then it says block when you call and you're wondering what happened. How did I lose my best friend? Yeah, you said something terrible in front of them that affected even them, right? So you have to be careful even in your conversations when you're talking about people or if you're upset and say that skinny little something or that fat something or something of that nature, you know, other people can pick up on that and they might get upset, right? So you want to make sure that you're thinking about things that you're saying before you say it, uh, even recreational activities. And this uh, reported that both men and women experienced negative emotions. Um, a lot of them were moderate to sometimes more very often, right, where the respond is. So sometimes even when you're playing sports or you're involved in a sports activity, right, sometimes, oh, you're too fat, you can't dunk, or you're too short, you can't dunk, or, you know, you can't grip the ball because your hands are small. Those things really do affect people, right? So this is how, if some of you guys are starting to wonder, how are you losing friends? Like, how am I losing my best friend of years? You're now projecting what you've learned from society onto your friends, and some people aren't happy with it, right? So how are men and women's body different, right? So men seem to be more prone to atypical eating disorders and substance use than women, right? So sometimes, you know, and often you'll, if you do know friends who use, they'll say, oh, well, this keeps me thin, right? Or this keeps my stomach flat, right? Or when we're working out and it's uh, spring, it's uh, March 29th, and you finally got the last piece of body weight off you, right? And you just can't get it off. Oh, you know, I'll just smoke a couple of days and I'll be good or something of that nature, right? Or pop some pills or drink a couple of days, right? So some people use substance abuse to maintain their weight. So that's, that's very serious. And I do remember a study in California, and that's when they started to ban the ephedra. Right, because people, they had all these wealthy ladies, these housewives, walking around high and tweaked out, right? Because they were giving it to them in the, in the pill bottle. And so, you know, they had to actually make ephedra illegal because a lot of these weight loss pills were drugs, right? So men, team, team, oh, sorry, men tend to be quieter about body negativity. So you don't really hear, at least I don't hear when I'm hanging out with the guys, oh, guy, hey, John, do you think I'm fat? Yes, you are, right? You don't hear that very often when you're hanging out with the guys. You don't really hear that, oh, do I look fat in this? You know, they'll be looking at you like, are you all right, bro? 
right? So that's not often mentioned um, when it comes to men. Seeking treatment, right? A lot of men do not seek treatment. Uh, they'll hold off longer. Uh, women, you know, they'll kind of go in because they know they got to get themselves together, whatever substance abuse or issues you're dealing with. But the men, we seem to, with our pride, we seem to like typically will want to wait until the end of our journey, literally. And some of us don't make it to that end, right, before it's too late. So, men, you want to start thinking about trying to getting get some of these things taken care of, right? Uh, some research, researchers say men are typically more satisfied with their physical appearance and less likely than women to exhibit body change behaviors, right? So, again, it starts in the locker room when we all take our shirts off. Everybody's got flat chest and skinny arms, right? There might be one that's been working out in the summer. But other than that, guess what? We all look the same, right? So, we start feeling a little bit more comfortable, like in the shower, you know, and as far as females concerned, you know, they're in the gym, they're hanging out with each other all again, you know, I'm not sure exactly what happens in the locker room and maybe some of you guys can kind of share it. But again, it typically works out that the men are less likely to uh, exhibit the body image behaviors. Um, other researchers insist that men still struggle with body image. They say men are caught feeling either too thin or too heavy to meet the male ideal. So yes, even men, sometimes we feel like, okay, I'm too skinny, you know, especially some of these 15 and 16 year olds, when they, you know, they're killing themselves, their gym, you see their arms shaking, they're lifting like 200 pounds and their muscle hasn't moved. All right, this is all about the male ideal, what you're thinking that you should look like based on what you've seen, right? So you have to understand that your body is going to look like how your body is. It's going to develop the way your body should develop, right? So main body image also tends to be more misunderstood, the female body, um, than the men, right? So what do um, the main guy, what is the main guy supposed to look like? You know, which actor? All these actors, everybody goes to the gym now. Everybody works out. Everybody has different body types, right? Some of the shorter guys got these big arms like Joe Dudice on the Housewives and, and Joey, the other one. You know, they're walking around these little short guys with big arms, right? So uh, men have different body types, right? Men are presumed to be mainly concerned with a perceived lack of muscle when in fact male body image can be much more complex. So once it comes, like I said, everybody's in the gym now. When it comes to time in the summer, everybody's pulling off the shirts and still realizing there's always gonna be somebody bigger than you walking in, right? If you watch wrestling or if you lived in LA, you've been around basketball players, there's always gonna be somebody bigger than you. There's always gonna be someone taller than you. There's always gonna be someone shorter than you. So these are images that we always find complex that we have issues with, right? Some researchers claim that women are simply exposed to more social situations that make them feel dissatisfied with their body, right? So if you're in these, like say a wedding party and you're one of the bridesmaids, right? And then they go dress fitting and oh my gosh, everyone's starting to feel uh, self-conscious and oh, how was she looking this dress versus me, right? So they're always some type of social issue. When we go as men to the tuxedo shop, we're all sitting there laughing and just getting fitted and you know, and we're gonna all show up in the suit that was put on us, right? So we're not worried about how it fits, right? Most of us. All right, so it's, 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 it's sometimes something to think about, right? So the numbers reflect that women are more dissatisfied than men, 
All right. So, and that's again, due to society, due to our social media, um, and the increasing levels of social media, which we're going to be talking about soon. Right. So boys and body image. So now we want to talk about adolescence. Um, so adolescent boys, they reach puberty and experience a range of hormones, um, they sometimes can be susceptible to judgment about their bodies as much as girls can be in puberty, right? So boys, when we start getting a little older, reaching puberty, right? Some of us get taller quicker, right? So some of us are taller once we hit seventh grade. Some of my friends shot right up. We're all the same size. You know, when we left school, we get back uh, in school and this one's like six feet tall in sixth grade, right? So people, their body starts changing even during puberty. So it's important that you don't judge yourself because you haven't developed like everyone else yet or if you're overly developed, right? Some of these young females are developed early, right? And people people are, you know, mentioning things about their body, which is inappropriate, right? Oh, I didn't know she was younger. Okay, well, you shouldn't be saying stuff like that anyways, right? So we got to remember to be respectful even to the younger females. So just as in the study, male body images researchers are torn on the issue that the media's effect on the way boys view their body um, it might be difficult. So I just got some research numbers I wanted to give you guys. Um, so as far as how does the media affect boys, okay? So subliminal media messages do influence boys, especially in the available choice and popular Halloween costumes. So if you guys ever look at the TikToks during Halloween, you know, somebody, no one has a shirt on, obviously, because that's our most attractive feature, I guess. Um, so, you know, there's suspenders with whatever color shorts or something tight. So even the choice of Halloween costumes um, can affect someone's body image or is influenced by the social media. Supersized costumes, choices with padded ab abdominal chest, right? Some of the superheroes. Everybody's always trying to look like a superhero. I think that we've been, if you ever go to Comic-Con, you can see some of the live superhero, people that have had surgery, right, to look like certain heroes, right? Taking out a rib here and having their cheeks adjusted, right? So people getting chest augmentations, adding muscles, they have that image of what they want to look like. Um, influence of body ideal begins early with padded costumes. So we're saying that even children, when they're younger, when they're pretending in Halloween to be He-Man, you know, there's pads. So when they're striking their muscles, they're like, yes, look at my big muscles, right? So what are we doing? We're selling the idea to that child when they're young that that's how they look good. That's how they're powerful, they're mighty, because they have big arms, okay? so. Um, so the researcher also argues this is due to the media's pressure on males, even young boys and toddlers, to desire to have a sculpted body, right? So all the, the, the magazines, especially when I was younger, you know, any star that had muscles was always on the front cover, right? So the media is going to always sell that to us. And when you think about it, how many gyms do we have in this country? Right. How many weight trainers do we have in this country? Right. How many how many uh, modeling agencies do we have? Right. I want you guys to think about the questions I'm asking. 
All right. So how many um, natural supplement companies are out there? Manufacturers, right? Clothes makers, designers, right? These, these people sit down at a table every morning and they discuss how they're going to market their product to you. Right. So what and what do you like? What is your interest? So when you're sitting there liking all these photos of people with a size zero waist that's been photoshopped, for example, have you guys ever met a star in Hollywood? All right. So living out in L.A., my first time being there, of course, I'm running into people because I don't really watch too much TV. I can tell you the three stations I watch. One's Bravo. I can't remember the other one. Um, Peacock. And there's another one. I watch a few stations, right? Uh, for a few shows. So when I watch these shows, right, I'm not sure if I'm going to run into these people or not. I remember I walked into a restaurant and the entire play, uh, Grey's Anatomy, uh, people were there and I just happened to was hungry and I just happened to just wander in. Right. And you know, I'm talking to people, I'm talking to people at the bar and things like that. You know, I'm social. Had no idea that I was talking to stars of Grand Anatomy. They were just celebrating, I guess, another season. So, you know, I walked away with a couple of numbers. Again, I had no idea, of course. Um, but yes, things like that. Like, I didn't even know, but yeah, I did watch that show a few times, right? So sometimes the image that you see on TV may not be what that person really, really looks like. I remember running into Redman and, and uh, what was the other guy that hung up Redman? I can't remember. But I ran into them even in Connecticut one time. And I'm sitting there talking, oh, look at all the girls out here at the, after the club. And guess what? I had no idea. My friends are like, do you know who you're talking to? I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, I didn't know. So I guess I'm lucky I run into TV stars, right? All right. But again, people look different. And I actually did listen to his songs. Um, and I think I watched a few of the videos. But again, people look different than they're projected on TV. That's my point. All right. So the media does not affect boys. So how does the media not affect boys? So bodily development during puberty into the larger, more muscular male keeps boys from being too concerned with media messages. So once we figure it out that we can go to the gym, start working out, you know, get that six pack. That's what we do. We start doing it right. High metabolism, low fat gain. So, you know, I've mentioned that a few times. There are some people with a high metabolism, which means. Right. So if they're eating four whoppers and I know a few people, not even uh, their stomach won't even move because they have a high metabolism. They're burning off all that fat right away. As soon as they're going in their body. Right. Uh, natural muscle development. Some people just are built stocky. Right. They're built differently. They may not be working out growth spurts. Right. You start getting taller for no reason. Your feet get big. You got a size 17 foot now. Right. You start changing. Uh, the broadening of your chest, right? Your shoulders and your jaw are ideal features of the adolescent male that match society's male body ideal. We're all, we're all beautiful. Everybody 18, 17, 15, right? We, we're going to turn into that same beautiful thing as everybody else. The sad part is once you get past 40 and 50, now you got to start worrying about looking up. You got to start worrying about not looking like everybody else. Right. All right. And then this in opposition to men's body that may have relaxed since puberty and women and girls bodies that grow in size and shape, all of which are opposite of society's ideals. So I did, like I said, I use this research because it's outside this country. We want to stop being sold, 
right? We want to stop being sold what we should look like, what we should sound like, right? Who should we should hang out with? What size your best friend should be, right? We need to change our ideals. All right, so if you or someone you know may be experiencing some body image issues and needs to speak with someone, please give me a call. You can call here at the Counseling Network. The phone number is 413-370-9937. You can email me at promo at thecounselor.live or you can sign up in my DMs. When I think about the counselor, I think about all the things that we have questions for, right? Many of us have questions about our lives, our situations, marriages, our, our jobs, our employment, our children, and so forth. When I think about that, and you say, hey, who can I talk to? Why not the counselor? The counselor is here. He's here for you. So call the counselor. 10 to 2, the counselor.